It's the Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine podcast, and I'm Janet Blair. Each week, I sit down with one of my girlfriends, whether it be Amber, Teresa, Natalie, Carrie, Ashley, Tara, Stephanie. We talk about whatever. We completely restore this trailer, you know, fry people's faces off as a bad Mexican. I don't understand the competition that goes on between women. Two girls and a bottle of wine. Over a glass of wine, bottle of wine, or sometimes a couple bottles of wine. Join in on Facebook at facebook.com slash two girls and a bottle of wine. Don't miss us. <laughs> Hello, I'm Janet. And I'm Carrie. And we, we are, are two girls, girls and a bottle of wine. wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. Ooh. Carrie McLeod is back. It's been too it's long. It's been a long time. People I'm probably so forgot sorry. who I am. I'm so sorry. No. You were here. I canceled. Super Bowl, then you canceled, and then my calendar was just a madhouse. The same thing happened to Teresa. Mm-hmm. Um, she's here next Monday, uh, something like that. She came by my house one day. How's she doing? It was, it was good to sit with her because, you know, I, I'm too busy. I haven't, I haven't caught up with anybody. You are juggling school and work and <clears throat> mom and... And my kids have lots of musical events. Um, Kenzie's involved with 303 Choir and Youth on Record. And school, work... And I'm working on a researching and doing a business plan. I want to open a not-for-profit in the next 18 to 24 months. So um, I have no free time. Zero. And like I was telling you, too, I, I started my day today at 4 a.m. I had to. On a Sunday. Well, I wanted to work out, and I had to do some laundry. I had to do some stats homework. I did some reading for school. I wow. went and got this Jamba Juice. You did. Thank oh, you. I went and spray tanned. Nice. Yeah. You've been busy. Mm-hmm. I had great intentions this morning. My <laughs> alarm was set for 5 a.m., but I ended up staying at my friend's house last night. We had a like a fire pit until 10.30, and I was going to get up at 5. I was going to go to Red Rocks and walk and be <laughs> back here by 10. And at 5, the alarm went off, and I was like, no, not mm. going to happen. So I set it for 9 and... Lazy. I'm so lazy. I couldn't do oh, you're your not life. Lazy. I could not do your life. You're not lazy. You know, the thing is, is when you are that packed, when you're that busy in your life, you just do. You do. You yeah. know, you don't have juggle room. So, so the alarm goes off, you're up, you know, you just do what you need to do. And I'm tired. When are you going to be finished with school? Um, oh, almost another year. Okay. Yep. But you said in 18 months, you're thinking about opening your knot. 18 to 24 months, yeah. So it's after school is over. I don't know. Might be, I, mean, I mean, I'm working on I'm working on doing this. You know, the hard work's going to come after I get my business plan put together. And, and um, you know, that'll be the harder part is raising the funds for, mm-hmm. for what I want to do. But, um, no, I intend on just keep going. I, I do really well when I'm busy. My friends would not agree. Because they don't see you. Because they don't see me. <laughs> um, but I do really well when I'm busy. Just You send out random texts. <laughs> Occasionally. Yes. Not as much as I was. <laughs> right. I still post stuff on Facebook, you know, yes. so. That, what, what is that? That's like a second. I know, but it mm-hmm. lets, like when you text your friends, it lets us know. Yeah. Oh, hey, Carrie's still busy. Yeah, at least, Jan- at least Janet's not. <laughs> I wonder if Carrie's still alive. Well, I can always check Facebook, but you know. Yeah. Well, um, so what is the non-for-profit that you're working on? 
So my my youngest daughter is involved in 303 Choir. What is that? Which is amazing. It was a spinoff from the Colorado Children's Choral. Um, and they, they met every Monday night. They also perform. So they, they get together with, with local big names like the Flowbots. Um, last week we did, they did a cool workshop with uh, the Reminders. Very cool. You should look them up. Anybody should look them up. They're amazing. Um, you know, so so they do that. Well, one of the things was they did a writer's workshop where, you know, Kinsey, Kinsey's only been playing the piano for three months and she already plays. That's good. <laughs> yeah. And she, she sings. Mm-hmm. Um, so she went to this writer's workshop that they did with uh, Molina Speaks. He's a local kind of... Latino, pop, rap. He's very, very talented. So they went to this writer's workshop. Well, well, this was at Youth on Record, which is right down in the middle of the projects. It's on 10th and Mariposa. Mm-hmm. Um, the facility was donated by the Denver Housing Authority. Okay. Um, Ann Shoots provided most of the musical equipment. Anyway, they're phenomenal in the fact that, so they do different lessons, they do mentorship, they have open labs, so Fridays and Saturdays, all these kids in the community, they can come and they can play instruments, they can record, they have a recording studio, they have lots of mentors on board all the time. Um, And like I said, it sits right in the middle of the projects. They have uh, contracts with Denver Public Schools and then some of the the teenage like rehab centers. Mm -hmm. So they, the, the amazing thing is that through music, through art, through all those, kids learn, if they're adept at this, then they, they become adept in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, these, these are essential to their lives. And so to date, they have over a thousand of their kids have gone on to college you know, it's not a school, mm-hmm. but they that's some metrics that they do absolutely pay attention to because you need that when you're going and doing fundraising and everything else. So over a thousand of their kids that have gone through their different programs, they've gone on to college. And these are these are kids that are very high risk kids that may not have even graduated from high school. So I was thinking, you know, and it's an incredible place, but there's a lot of counties in the state that are underserved. So I want to open a place that's very similar to that, but incorporates all of the arts. So not just music, but fine arts, um, writing, you know, poetry writing, poetry jams, you know, those types of things, and weave in those life skills. So I've been doing a lot of research, looking at the very underserved areas, trying to figure out where would be the best place for this. I've done a lot of research on the different foundations that give to at-risk youth. Truth And truthfully, I think all youth are at-risk. Um, you know, but uh, so what I'm talking about are the ones that are maybe more minorities or, or low income or, you know, had drug addiction, you know, those types of things. Mm-hmm. And... You know, everybody I've told, I know so many different artists, you know, in different genres, everybody's like, I want in. I, I so want in. So I think once I can get this moving, I, I will have a lot of support. So then people have asked me, well, then why are you even going to college? Why are you even working on a second master's? Oh, I'll use this. I will use this. It is a lot harder to manage volunteers than it is to manage employees. So I will definitely use this. But it, what what's so amazing is that I'm almost 50. I'll be 50 in December 
Janet. <laughs> You'll be okay. <laughs> I will be 50. No, I'm fine with it. But at, at almost 50, I finally feel like I'm feeling my calling, mm-hmm. if that if that makes sense. I no, mean, I feel so passionate about this to the point that all my free time goes into researching this and, and um, completing the business plan and yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm very excited about it. Well, and now that 303 Choir is kind of spun off, then maybe they can have some involvement in this as well. But anyway, I'm a, it, it's exciting. That is exciting. It, it is. It's it's very exciting, and I think it would serve a very tremendous purpose. Um, you know, as I said, I think all youth are at risk, but there are certain youth that could truly benefit from programs like this. So, um, yeah, I, I would never be rich, ever. But as long as you're doing what you love, you'll always have enough. And you'll be happy. Exactly. Being rich doesn't guarantee no. happiness. I'll never be rich in my job, so <laughs> I'm used to not being rich. <laughs> so with all of this, like you said, in your free time, you're doing this research. Uh-huh. Um how do you have free time? I don't have free time. That's my free time. How do you balance all of this? Uh, you know, occasionally I can watch TV. Do you? Yeah. Are you still into the Netflix? Because mm-hmm. Have you watched Girl Boss? No. Why? You've, you've, you're very much like, no. I, I, for, I, I just never, I didn't mean that. It's oh, like, I was like. Oh, hell no. <laughs> no. I haven't heard of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I and like, I, I, you know, and I, I have very minimal time to watch but it's a 30 minute show so i feel like you might be able i have i have gotten into um so what i'm currently watching is rules of engagement i loved that i never saw it before is like i would love to see his stand up yeah i never saw it before and then you know jeff he reminds me of every man i ever find attractive the dingling no jeff oh the big burly guy yeah the big macho alpha man I love his voice. That mm-hmm. actor, I don't know his name. I, Steve could tell you. He's one of those people. Steve, it's like names. Patrick Warburton or something. I love his voice. He's done some commercials, and I'll be like, oh, there he is. Yeah. Yes, he plays like the softball player mm-hmm. jock. He's husband. total alpha, no emotions type of man. And then the Hudson boy plays the dingling. Yeah. And I didn't know until that show came out that he was Kate Hudson's brother and Goldie Hawn's son. I was like, I had really? no idea he existed. Ah, yeah. He's, he never gets contacts, nothing. He's hilarious. He is. But it's so funny when his when his fiance, she has to remind herself, he's very cute. <laughs> he's He is. He's adorable. But yeah, the dingling thing. Yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't see you falling for the dingling. But yes. No. Okay, that's a good show. But if you ever find time, Girl Boss is really good. It's based on Sofia Amoruso's life. She also had a book called Girl Boss. She was the one that um, founded Nasty Gal, which is um, clothing. Okay. Like vintage clothing. Okay. It's a it's a really cool story. You might want to read the book because mm-hmm. I really liked the book. And so maybe in 2018, I yeah. might be able to get to it. Put it on your list. <laughs> My list is so long. I know. It is, I, was, so long. I knew when I said and then, that. And then I'm, people, so are you, have you started Orange is the New Black yet? You know, because the new season is out. I'm like, I heard that. I might start it in like October. 
I haven't watched Sense8 yet. I heard The Ranch is coming out this week. Oh, you know, I Is it this week it. already? I think it's Friday. Yeah, because you know they update all the time on Fridays. So, See, I didn't know that. Yeah, I do know that, but... Um, yeah, I don't have time to watch right. a great deal. I have been watching Downward Dog on... Uh, Amber told me about this show. It is so cute. That's what she said. I'm, I haven't fallen into... I need to... Is it on Netflix yet? No, it just started on... It's like one of those summer series. It's on a regular oh. primetime network. Yeah. Um, that ABC, CBS, Yeah, that they like just that. do over the summer. Okay, so I really need to check this out since yeah, this is it's now... it's so cute. Okay. I like that the people in it are not movie star-like. You know, mm-hmm. they're normal. Mm-hmm. They're normal-looking people with normal lives. You know, the, I, the dog is not like a fancy golden retriever or something, you know. the dog's, It's a shelter, right? It's supposed to be a rescue dog, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I just, it's such a cute show. It really is. But And the dog is hilarious. <laughs> That's what Amber was saying. Mm-hmm. And we read an article about it. I, I think it was the last time she was on. Yeah, it's cute. Um, Speaking of, why don't you do Woman Crush of the Week anymore? I don't know. I felt like giving you guys homework, giving my co-host homework. Well, but... I would like to say that Amber is definitely my Woman Crush of the Year. Right? Yeah. She, she's, you know, and, and you see her when she comes and does the podcast. I see her at work all the time. She's, um, she's a... She's astounding. She she truly is. And, you know, and of course, I've always thought that about Amber anyway. She's she's very resilient. Um, she, I think she's hilarious because she's sarcastic as all get out. But um, she, she, and she doesn't do any of the, like, you know, you, of course, I've worked with those women who mm-hmm. are like, they're pregnant. Right. Which half of Children's Hospital is pregnant. At all times, right? And it's in the water or something. I don't even drink the water, and my <laughs> tubes are tied, you know. And and there's always those ones who are like the only person who's ever been pregnant ever, and feels like I'm so tired. It is taking so much out of me to be pregnant. Whatever. I had three. Shut <laughs> up. Um, but she, I mean, she's she's got cancer. She never. It's never. I feel sorry for me. It's it's. She she's yeah she's she's astounding. Even with the podcast, like, I was like, if you don't Mm -hmm. have it in you, Mm -hmm. you can cancel, you know, this is just supposed to be fun, but if it's not fun for you because you're exhausted, and she never did. She sure went through a lot just to get bigger boobs, seriously. (laughs) She's having the surgery this week, (laughs) Mm -hmm. this Thursday. I think so. um, To have the mastectomy, and... Yeah, and from what I understand, too, she's probably going to do the hysterectomy or get her her ovaries, yeah. All at the same time. Which makes sense. Because at her age, that absolutely makes sense. Have you talked to her about her, what time off she's going to be taking? Um, I, she's because she was like, "Oh, I just want to do four weeks. I could take six weeks." I'm like, "Take the yeah." Time. When I when I was looking at her calendar, and you know, I work with her in regards to contracts for you know, she's the outreach coordinator. So for our clients, I work with her on those. So we've talked a little bit about you know what are some of the things that you need me to get to all those types of issues so i think she has it on her calendar to be off the whole amount of time she could be off she says that she'll come back in three weeks knowing amber because amber is a go-getter knowing amber she'll still do some work at home Mm. and so um you know and and of course i was thinking you know i was on vacation from work um a couple of weeks ago 
and I'm still trying to catch up, you know, and that's the thing. That's the thing is, I miss being a bartender. You know, it's the same with, with Amber. I mean, she has somebody who's going to do billing for her, but for the most part, nobody's doing her job. It's like right. nobody does your job. Right. You know, I miss that. Or even like we work with all these medical technologists and they leave and then somebody does their job. Right. You know? You have a backup. <laughs> I know. A whole bunch of them. You just have those people and, God, you just take a little bit of time off and you're... I know. it's. Sc- I'm in the mm-hmm. same boat. Like I'm like, we need to put plans in place. This is the first job I've ever had where I, I really didn't have, I don't have a backup. Yeah. And my boss and I both see that that's a challenge and something we need to fix. Right. It's just right. who, you know? Who? Who yeah. would be your backup? Like, is there anyone? No. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a backup to do. To do contracts. So then you means. come back to like 300 emails and you have to go through them. Each of them require action. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. How do I we know. get on this topic? Uh, I don't even know. Because of Amber. Because of everything Amber, Amber is, is doing. So hero. yes, Amber is my woman crush of the year because she is, she's phenomenal. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. She is. Uh, I've, uh, sh- this weekend they went away to Vail, I think. I, uh, I don't know. And she's been posting all these wonderful pictures. Nick surprised her with horseback riding. And Have I gotten on Facebook today? I don't think so. Yeah. I think I only got on for a minute yesterday. Yeah, I noticed that I don't... Like, Facebook's not a priority. I was doing stats homework. Okay, so you sent me a text last night. <laughs> and I was like, read it. Foreign I read it language. Sideways. I read it the other way. Tur- I laid <laughs> upside down. I'm like, okay, Carrie. Sounds good. Still doesn't I have make no sense idea me. what you mean, but thumbs up. What the heck? <laughs> okay, so statistics, that has to do with numbers. Yes. That's what I know. Sort of. <laughs> Shoot. What do you mean? I mean, yeah, it, it is. It's calculating. It's calculating data. Um, it, but it's what you do with the data that's the more important piece of it. I mean, you have to do valid calculations. But... Anyway, it's just challenging. I finally realized what is challenging me so much, though, is that it uses all these different letters and symbols and everything, you know, like p-value and f-value and, and, you know, and the alpha and all these different things. And so I'll look at these calculations and I'm like, I don't know what the SS is. I don't know what the X with the thing over. I don't know. what. I don't understand the point of using the symbols. I mean, I do understand the point of it, but that's where I'm having a hard time connecting so anyway, what I, I think what I texted you was, um, I yesterday morning, I was like, oh, God, I'm going to be calling Janet and telling her I have to cancel again, you know, because of my mm-hmm. because of my assignment for the weekend. Well, I got my assignment done yesterday, and that was thanks to Zach. Zach helped me. So Zach, he owns an auto body shop, and he loves doing that, but he's got a master's in psychology, and it was originally he thought about being a psychologist, Um, but then you move more towards research psychology. And so he's a whiz with, with stats and he can just look at a table and tell you, but he can also communicate it to me Mm -hmm. in a way I understand. So, you know, there's, I mean, there's tons of YouTube videos and they've been incredibly helpful. I found some that are helpful. And of course I work with people who they work with stats every damn day, you know, and so they've been helpful. But sometimes it's just a matter of finding that person that speaks your language, mm-hmm. you know, so you so you can 
get it. And, you know, and I don't think it's that I've known Zach for six years or seven years, whatever it's been. I don't think that's what it is. I think, I, I think, I think even if I, let's say I just met him as a tutor mm-hmm. in stats, he still would have spoken my language where I can understand it. Gotcha. You know, it doesn't mean I retain it from day to day, though. <laughs> so, so you got the homework assignment done. I did. I did. I got Thank that you, done. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> got that done early. Yay! Mm-hmm. Well, let's take a break, and then we'll come back with Carrie on okay. Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine. Okay. We're back with Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine, and Carrie McLeod is our guest. You didn't even warn me. I know. I'm just, like, all slumped over. and <laughs> Nobody can see you, Carrie. Snoring. I don't have any cameras. <laughs> You're like, I got to sit up straight for a podcast. <laughs> I do. I, I, I do. I feel like, and I have to smile, so I sound happy. You know how. Right. Yeah. I have to project happy. Exactly. Um, in the last... The coffee's making me happy. Thank you. No problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so when did you switch to the Mac life? Well, I've been an Apple person for a long time. I have an old MacBook that you can't even update anymore. Oh. <laughs> and I have the original, the very first generation iPad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I've always had iPhones from the very first one. I, I've always liked Macs. You know, my undergrad degree is journalism, and so we worked on Macs all the time mm-hmm. um, for editing and the graphics and everything. And then I... But you, like, went Mac crazy within the yeah, last I bought few the, months right? i bought the seven plus the red one which benefits um aids awareness or yeah aids awareness and aids research so i bought that and then i bought that ipad that i brought in to what show version you. of the ipad is that it's the ipad pro and it's the 12.9 inch so it's the big one yeah and it has its own stylus that- you have to buy the pencil separate oh, okay mm-hmm. but it's, a, it's and the pencil is a hundred bucks holy cow that's an expensive pencil <laughs> but wasn't it cool <laughs> it was totally yes. different than a stylus i mean you can draw and and i'm saving so much you know because i my journal i i would always write in notebooks and now i can just write on there mm-hmm. and it's keep saving and they save to the cloud and I can pick it up on my Mac. And then I bought a Mac. I bought the top of the line Mac Pro. It's 25 inch, 27 inch, 27 inch, um, 5K display. Wow. Yeah. But part of the reason why I went with all this was because, uh, you know, Apple already gives you a a significant difference discount if you're a student Mm -hmm. but my school also has an additional discount so like my mac is probably a four thousand four thousand dollar computer that i bought for sixteen hundred bucks nice that is awesome yeah so um you know and i love it because i can pick up wherever and that's that's nice when you can find those things that make you a little bit more everything's in the cloud so you have the handoff and so when you're this busy and juggling so many different things. I think I had texted you once that I don't even know what day it is. Every day I wake up and I don't know where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to do. Um, so when you're this busy, anything that you can do to be more productive, you know, so the fact that I can just start working on a paper on, say, my Mac at home, and then maybe I'm running errands or, you know, Get an oil change. You can sit in the exactly. waiting room. Yeah, exactly. Then I can... Then I can pick it up and work on that it from there. That is pretty cool. Which is cool. So, My iPhone and my iPad, I have the second version mm-hmm. iPad that doesn't really work very well anymore because... Because can you update it anymore? 
Um, the iOS? I think so, but it just gets slower and slower. And yeah. I only use it for um, YouTube mm-hmm. and sometimes iHeartRadio. And so it's in my bathroom, so while I'm getting ready, I'll mm-hmm. watch YouTube and stuff. So it does what it needs to do. I don't need to upgrade. I've thought about it, mm-hmm. but I don't need it. Uh, but I know my iPhone and my iPad talk to each other. Like, I can be texting on my iPhone, and then I'll be getting ready and need to continue texting, and I can do it on my iPad, but it's so slow. Yeah, exa- exactly. And kind of a cool thing is uh, I gave my 6 Plus to my daughter. Mm-hmm. She was probably in heaven. Yeah, but <laughs> I kept her on my iTunes account. So I can I can see what she does on her phone. It's not a lack of trust in her. Right. It, it's... You know, with social media and everything, Instagram and all that stuff, I don't necessarily trust the world. No, you there's know. no reason to. Exactly. So I can I can see what she's I can see what she's doing all the time. Um, that's why my iMessage is turned off, though. If you've if you've noticed, I don't pay attention to that because I don't want her to see what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. not that I have time to text or anything, but. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. My mm-hmm. my girlfriend and her husband are on the same iTunes account, and I she was telling me her iMessage was turned off, and I tried to help her, but there's no way to separate. He would see everything, she would see everything, and they don't want to clutter up. <laughs> they they trust each other, so mm-hmm. um, that that's good. I think that might have been what happened with uh, that whole weird situation where I was texting with that guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he turned out to be married. I think that's. I think that's what happened. I think his wife. Yeah, I'm guessing she ended up getting an iPhone mm. and started to realize what exactly was going on. So I guess that would be a good idea if you didn't trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, except if you don't trust, then get out. Right. That, right that's my right. feeling. If you if you can't trust, well, if you can't trust just because you have so much freaking baggage then get therapy before you make somebody else's life a living hell, you know? But mm-hmm. if you if you can't trust because the person gives you reason to trust, then get out. Life's too short. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand just trying to keep changing somebody that you're involved with. And really, the truth of the matter is, is cheaters are cheaters. It's true. Yeah, it's a reflection of them. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah. What else has been going on? Well, you know, Ken and I broke up. I wasn't going to bring it up unless you wanted to. Yeah, we broke up. I'm sorry. We called it Bohunk? Mm-hmm. Bohunk. Bohunk. How are you doing? Well, I'm sad. But you're too busy to really be sad. Which is good, because <laughs> I do a lot of things well, but emotions, not so much. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sad. I'm, I'm still trying to process. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand... You know, it was we were gonna buy a house together. Right, that was the last thing you and I really discussed. Yeah, and, and then I, I started getting cold feet. You know, I've only lived with my ex husband. I didn't much care for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't much care for living with my children. <laughs> and so I started getting cold feet, and I don't want to get married. Um, I repeat again, I'm almost fifty. I, I and I, I guess I just don't understand that mentality of. I mean, we were we were good, and the most committed I will ever be is loving somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, truly loving them. I don't need a piece of paper. I don't need to live under the same roof. I don't. 
to be that committed. And so I feel like, I, I guess I just don't get the all or nothing, you know? Mm. I thought we were, I thought we were good. I thought we were happy, you know, so I don't get the, well, because you don't want to move this forward. And it's like, come on, we're almost 50 years old. Why do we have to, I, I just, it's just, I don't understand it. I, mm-hmm. I don't understand it, you know, and I know people do it. I know there's those ultimatums and people do it, it, but it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to say, you know, I, I'm going to give up this happy relationship because you won't live with me or, you know, you won't marry me. I, mm-hmm. I don't really get that. And didn't you guys talk about that early on? Um. About the Marian part, to some degree. Mm-hmm. And you had considered the living together part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were looking at houses. It just kind of started to freak me out. I, I, Is just, this the first time that you've been in this situation? No. Zach used to get pissed off at me every time I signed a new lease, because... Mm, that meant you weren't moving in with him. Gotcha. Yeah, but he never, he never broke up with me for it. So are you dating people do you have time for that it's good that you you've you asked that question because i was just gonna didn't i just tell you how busy yeah i'm sure there's one or two fellas who like me you know and 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 you communicate via your phone but you're you're not like going out dating Mm -mm. because there's no time no and i don't even have a great deal of time to chat on the phone either so um it's just not a priority. It's not. It's not that I'm opposed to dating or anything like that. It's just not a, just not a priority right mm-hmm. now. Um, I I don't have time. And then plus, you know, I believe, I believe very much in, in cleaning up your mess before you make somebody else's life a living hell. Kind of like you just said. Yeah. Exactly. So I believe I I very much believe in that. Well, you know, I still have emotional stuff going on with 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 Ken and how I'm processing that. You know, I don't put it on Facebook. That that's good. Yeah. People that do need a counselor. Oh God, they make me nuts. <laughs> and the ones who always do are the ones who are like, "Do you have any personal accountability at all?" Because they'll get on there and they'll talk that you know bastard blah 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 and i'm like that's the first like unfollow i will unfollow that faster than anything yeah i don't have time in my life to yeah that i don't i don't get that or even the couples that fight on facebook oh, oh i haven't seen that in a long time but oh yeah. no yeah no i just i honestly don't get it but anyway back to your question I, I i have baggage around this and like i said and as most people know I do plenty of things really, really well, but processing emotions, it's not one of my strengths. Um, so, no, I still have baggage in my head going on. And so why... How long ago did you guys break up? It was probably only about six weeks ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't too long. And you guys dated for... Um, are you Are you counting when I claimed we weren't dating? Yes. Yes. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I know better. <laughs> uh, I would say, uh, I'm guessing two years, just short of two years. Okay. Yeah, that's some time you got to heal from. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Then, of course, there's the other people who are like, oh, maybe now you and Zach can get back together. No, Zach and I are not getting back together. 
<laughs> For the record. Mm-hmm. Is he he still has a girlfriend, right? No. Oh. Uh-oh. You should probably should have lied. <laughs> Just lie. <laughs> oh goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Moving on. <laughs> Can we go back to that question? Yes, yes, he does. <laughs> Now it doesn't even sound believable. I know, though. right? Hey. <sighs> okay. And I know Zach listens, right? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> he always comments. Um, that's funny. Maybe one day he I does can always be... comment, or not always. Like he'll comment um, from time to time. Like right in the podcast. Or are you talking like on, on Facebook? My... Oh, okay, yeah, he does. He comments on everything on my page. He does. Mm-hmm. He's very active on your page. So I could see why people might think that you guys would get back together. I can say that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Very um, uncomfortable sorry. conversation. I didn't mean to go uncomfortable. <laughs> wow. Let's talk um, about... I need well, a fidget spinner. I'm going to use this as a fidget spinner. <laughs> a beer bottle cap. Do you, do you believe in the fidget spinner? Well, I know it exists, yes. I know, I've seen them. I know they're real. <laughs> but no, like, they tried to come out and say that they were useful for a- ADD, maybe? I, I think they help with focusing. I could see how they could be useful for autistic kids, too. You know, and mm-hmm. that kind of focus on this. But they don't... So. There hasn't been any scientific proof. No, right? no, but I think there's been a lot of scientific, a lot of scientific uh, experiments in regards to, like fidget toys, mm-hmm. different fidget toys, you know, and not just for kids, not just for kids with ADD, not just for special needs, even for adults. Like you know, when you play with these, I've been in some of those team building types of things where you play with different types of fidget toys. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen those? Mm-mm. And there's, like, companies that you can just buy, like, huge baskets. So human resources departments often have them, you know, especially if they have, like, talent development and they do those team-building types of stuff with employees um, because it gets your brain thinking differently. It's the same thing as doodling, you know. I mean, Mm -hmm. all those different types of things, they do get your brain focused in a different direction. So, yeah, there's, I mean, there's scientific evidence that they could benefit, but in regards to the actual spinners, no, I don't think so. They're kind of cool. I just did a Google of fidget toys, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that there was... Oh, oh, mm, mm-hmm. this is cute. Can you put it up there? I am. I'm in the process. I'm sorry, people, you can't see this. But I will share a cute little edamame keychain that you can pop out over and over again. I love it. That would mommy. be cute. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I I would typically have edamame in the freezer, I but I don't write why, this why do we always end up talking about food and then right? I'm, I'm hungry? I didn't okay, so I the fidget spinners, of course, everyone's heard of, but I uh-huh. have never come across fidget toys. Oh yeah, there's tons of them. Yeah, like this is from BuzzFeed and uh-huh. um it's it, it's crazy how many fidget toys there are. Magnetic modular pen mm-hmm. that can be broken down. Okay, so I have played with like, um, you know, those magnet yeah. things that mm-hmm. you can build. I didn't realize they were fidget toys. Yeah, they all get your they get your There's brains thinking differently. 
A lot of times they can bring out the create the creative creative side. Yeah, definitely. A bendable pen with a million different fidgety functions. You know, and in spe- along those same lines, there's been studies that people who take, um, you know, and there's been opposing studies as well, but, but there's been plenty of studies that when people doodle, like mm-hmm. in a meeting or, or a lecture, rather than take notes, they remember it better from yeah. doodling. So it, it, it just engages a different side of your brain. Um, what is that? Kinetic sand. Oh, yeah. I've seen so that. So we've seen those. To keep on your desk, mm-hmm. to give your hands a borderline erotic experience. I would throw it at somebody. <laughs> I could see that. Pull it into a <laughs> ball. and then. <laughs> I could see you shaving it into like a, a man's pee-pee. And I would <laughs> not do that. <laughs> so good. You're like, here, Amber. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I was throwing it at Amber, sure. Yeah. I mean, I got to consider the audience of who I'm going to abuse. <laughs> right, her. you wouldn't throw it at your boss. Well, right. unless it was your last day. Yep. Huh. Well, you've just opened my mind mm-hmm. and world to. Yeah, it's cool stuff. You should look up, like, in particular, like, human resources. Like, a lot of these things. Yeah. Like the tangly toys and stuff. I've been in HR for 10 years. Well, the recruiting side. Yeah, the recruiting side's different. You don't want them fidgeting while they're interviewing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but the other side of, you know, like people development. A durable doll. Mm-hmm. A damn it doll. <laughs> I don't see HR having a damn it doll. I need a damn it <laughs> doll. Whenever things don't go so well and you want to hit the wall and yell, here's a little damn it doll. I need one that of you those. Can't... I need one of those while I'm working on statistics. Jeez. It'll be your statistic doll. Mm-hmm. I've seen the, the little sand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff, huh? It is. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I, I'll share the link, but this is very interesting. Yeah, so there has been a lot of studies around these, around different fidgets. So none of the articles toys. that I've looked up have even mentioned this. Interesting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, I found it adorable. You should look up scholarly articles on fidget toys okay yeah because then you'll find some different types of research around them and how they do actually really benefit that's a good idea Mm -hmm. well let's take another break okay and we'll be back with two girls and a bottle of wine okay and we're back with two girls and a bottle of wine and carrie mcleod sit up smile let's go okay i'm sitting up smiling (laughs) i have my fidget toy which is a bottle cap (laughs) (laughs) that's what i should invest in i should get some fidget toys for my guests to play with while they're yakking yes (laughs) i could have brought my giant ipad down and doodled but then i don't know that i would have had your attention no you would really you hear me about the whole doodling retaining i feel like i doodle when i was in college or high school and i doodled i totally was zoning out Really? I was not multitasking. Oh, no. It helps me think. Okay. Yeah. But everyone's different. Yep. Everyone is different. Yep. So your son just had a huge milestone. Yep. He graduated yep. from high school. That is exciting. Yep. Um, it, was, it was fantastic. He also missed an entire year of school, all the challenges that he's gone through, and he still graduated on time. And then the following week, he just got back from Texas. He got to go to the Van Clyburn competition. What is he that? wasn't competing, but he got to go and be inspired. Um, 
it's like Olympics for piano players. So it's about 20 of the best of the best of the best piano players competing in this, which he hopes to compete in one day. So he got to go to that. and So he plays piano too. Oh, yeah. He's Both amazing. Your, do all three of your kids play piano? No. Oh, okay. And then Kenzie's the singer. Right. I've seen her. Mm-hmm. On YouTube. On your YouTube. Yep. Very private YouTube. Yeah, she can she can sing. So what's next for your graduate? Uh, college. So where is he going? He's probably going to go to Metro his first year. I feel he like would really smart. like to go away to college. He would really like to get away from his dad. Mm. His dad and him are fine. It's just it's, he's eighteen. He wants to be. He wants to be independent. That's how I was. Yeah. As soon as I graduated high school, I was like, "Hey, my my college that I was going to had a summer work program," and I'm like, "Bye. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go make some money and pay for my room and board by working and get the yeah. hell out of your house. <laughs> Love you, mom and dad. Bye." Yeah. So I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were in, when we were in Nashville um, for our trip a few weeks ago, we were talking, and Tennessee has a program where they will pay for two years of like a metro community college for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? I've never heard of this. I think every state should do that. Yeah, I think the entire nation should do yes. that. Yes, the cost of the cost of education has increased way beyond inflation and you know you look at some of the countries where is it is it finland finland is the happiest country in the world okay i think it's finland you can look it up you got okay your little computer there <laughs> I, it's one of those scandinavian nations free education minimum wage is tw- like 20 dollars an hour free health care you know 32 hour work week you know, six-week vacations, you know, very, very different. I think that, yeah, I think that we we definitely need to think education. It's Norway. Norway. It was fourth place last year, now it's first yeah. place, followed by Denmark, Iceland, and yeah, Switzerland. So, so all of those, you know, those Nordic countries, they, hmm. they, they got it together. But, yeah, education is... And that would help us as a... It would society. help everything. It would help our. It would help our economy. It would help. Um, you know, people have some crazy view that America is the best in everything. It's actually not. It's about fortieth in education mm-hmm. around the world. Um, it's about twenty eighth in medical science. Um, you know, so yeah, I think if we could get more people educated. You know, a lot of people always complain about, like, jobs going overseas and everything. Well, that that actually makes sense. We're a global economy. Right. Um, that's not what the issue is. The, the issue is not jobs going overseas. It's that we're still trying to, people are still trying to act as if we're an industrial um, society. And we're not. We've moved to a knowledge information society. And so the jobs are being automated. We need, so we have a lack of talented educated knowledge workers but a surplus of you know skilled and non-skilled labor um so so yeah it makes sense i I think it's still only about 30 percent of americans get a earn a college degree right that's sad it is there how can you ever in a in an information age you can't expect to sustain 
being a great global economic country if you're lacking in 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 those in that area so um yeah i i think so i love what you what you're describing in tennessee i think there's a city in california that's doing something very similar to that i think we'll start seeing more and more of that and then you know some and And it's not just for high school graduates like if you're an adult yeah and you want to go back yeah they'll pay for the two-year degree that's an associate's degree you know that will help and a lot of people once they get their associate degree it propels them to move on Mm -hmm. and get and get a bachelor's degree and maybe even further getting a master's degree but even like graduate education um it's like 11 percent of the nation even goes on to grad school right you know so um yeah so it would truly benefit the economy and um in so many so many areas it would get people off of assistance it would it would just it would truly benefit so i don't and then i i read something that it's like like an ivy league i i don't even remember what the what the percentage was but it increased by like from the 1970s to now increased like something like 1500% or something you know and that's mm-hmm. way off of what inflation has done you know so it's it's not even manageable mm-hmm. it's not i mean couples are, have to start saving for college for their kids before they even consider having babies Right, you know, before probably before they even actually meet and marry their spouse, they have to start thinking of that. From their first job at 16, they exactly. start a college fund for their child yes. they may have in the future. Yes. So, yeah, it's crazy. And the student loan debts that mm-hmm. people have, they pay until they're, they're almost 50. Oh, you don't need to talk to me about student loan debt. <laughs> you're going to be paying until you're... <laughs> Let's not do that now. 25 years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Wow. But an education is very important. And your son graduated high school. That's first step. Mm-hmm. He's going to go to Metro and get his yep. basics. And then what does he want to do when he grows up? He wants to be a concert pianist. Wow. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of jobs for that. <laughs> I feel like. Nope. He's very, very, very talented. So good. I've posted videos yes. of him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's very talented, for sure. So um, what would be the best school like for him to go to? I don't know. There's one in Texas that he likes. UCD is, I mean, uh, CU is not too bad. They don't have a bad music program. I don't know. He's explored it a lot more than me. Oh, well, that's good <laughs> that he's doing his own research. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got two... That are out of high school, and then you have your youngest. Who yes. Is, she's going to be in what grade? Eighth. Eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So she's not even quite to high school yet. Nope. That's. <laughs> I'm working on getting her in the Denver School of Performing Arts. Wow. That's a long process. I can imagine. So the application process starts in the fall, and then, you know, you go through the auditions and all that stuff. But, yeah, I, I think that would be fantastic for her to go mm-hmm. there for high school. That would be mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. I bet that's pricey. Do they have scholarships? No, it's a. Is it's it free? A, it's a Denver Public School. Really? Yeah, it's just it, you just have to be accepted into it. But yeah, it's a Denver Public School. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Not going to when I since I didn't grow up here, I don't know. You know, growing up small town Missouri, we didn't have those options. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. 
Well, good luck to her. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully she gets in. That'd be good. Some of her some of her friends from 303, they uh they go there. Good. Yeah. And this has helped her cuz she kind of had some issues for a while, right? She did. Now she's kind of like found her tribe it's also she prefers singing alone and so this is good for her singing with other people mm-hmm. you know and she's got to do some solos at some of their performances and so that's been um it's been good for her. good yeah i'm sure it makes yeah. you happy it's kind of cool for me too because it's yeah you know, i mean they're on kind of a break over the summer they'll do a couple of workshops with um a couple of different local musicians but um i would take her on mondays mm-hmm. And it's it was across town, so then I would just stay there. It's like a uh, like a recreation center. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how to explain it because it's not like a Denver public. It's not like a Denver Parks and it's a not for profit recreation center, and they let them practice there. Well, so I would just hang out, and it would be on Monday nights, and I just hang out. I get to listen to them sing, and could read for school and. Just get some of those because my school week begins on Mondays, mm-hmm. and then Sundays is when the bulk of the work is due. Gotcha. Yeah, so it would give me a nice good start. Are you doing? Week. Obviously, you're doing summer school. I'm doing straight through. Yeah. How many classes do you have over the summer? Um, well, I only take one class at a time. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah. So it's it, only the statistics class right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. It's probably good that you can just focus on this horrible beast of a class. Yeah, it's a horrible beast of a class. <laughs> you described it so perfectly. No, once I get it, though, I'm so excited, you right. know, because, it you know, and not bragging at all, but we've talked about this before. Other classes are easy for me. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's writing papers and stuff, that's nothing, you know, absolutely nothing. So it's... It's not as challenging. So I'm learning stuff in the other classes, of course. I'm learning great stuff, but it's not as challenging. Whereas stats challenges me. So once I get it, I'm way more excited than, you know, I ever have been in turning in a paper. You know, because you're learning, you're growing. I got it. Thank God. I'll forget it tomorrow, but I got it today. (laughs) You're almost 50 and you're still growing. I feel like there's so many humans that stop. I think everybody should just keep learning. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not suggesting everybody should go to grad school by any means, but I think everybody should just keep learning in Get, some way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's important. I am guilty of getting stuck in my routine. And mm-hmm. Steve likes to be like, D- you don't know what's going on in the world, do you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I know what's going on with Miranda Lambert and my job. <laughs> I'm fabulous. <laughs> yes, I, I think it's, and of course I always have. I've always like audited online classes. It's kind of cool that you can just audit like classes at Ivy League schools and, you know, things that interest me, but I'm not being graded on. So it's interesting, like, you know, oh yeah, cool, the astrophysics. Yeah, I'd never actually get an A in the class, but it, it's it's interesting. So I've always done that you know and I, I read tons of journals that one time I wanted to be an anthropologist actually I, I still kind of wish I would have become that's your that. next degree right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you know I read I read lots of science journals and stuff and and right now I've been reading a lot of um political historians and um some I, I read a lot of economic stuff I I just 
I like to I like to learn new things. And there's so much benefit to it, too. You know, you decrease your chances of Alzheimer's, for, mm-hmm. for one thing. Um, I joke about having a bad memory, but I have a way better memory than most people could ever imagine, because I'm constantly engaging my, my brain. So um, there's, there's just a lot of benefit to it. Plus, you know, and this is, this is so... She's getting passionate, folks. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is going back to when you asked me if I'm uh, if I'm dating or, or you said you're not dating or I don't know. We were talking about dating, mm-hmm. and I've recently had, and as always happens whenever I find myself single, which doesn't kill me. It, it doesn't. I mean, yes, I'm sad about Ken, of course, right? But at the same time, I'm perfectly happy single. Mm-hmm. So, but there are those women in my life who are, you better get out there. You're going to end up old and alone. Well, joke's on you. I'm already old. You know? (laughs) (laughs) That whole needy thing. But it always comes from those women who, and men, men do it too. You know, there's some men that are my age that are very, very thirsty. So, you know, men do it too. But those people who seem to focus so, so, so hard on trying to find the right person that they can settle down with and make each other miserable. Um, Maybe if they went and learned stuff. (laughs) They grew their brain. They would not be so needy and focused on trying to get a significant other. And chances are pretty good they might look a little more appealing, too. So anyway, that's my advice to those of you who try so hard to find a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Focus on your life. Go learn new stuff. You'll become passionate in your life. And you'll be more appealing. Exactly. That is Carrie's love advice for today. Yep, my love advice. <laughs> and my other love advice is quit telling me I need to get back out there because I ain't listening to nobody. Which is Carrie McLeod. <laughs> I know. Why don't people get this? Why do people sit there and lecture me about what I need to do? You need to do this with your life. That's the surest way for me to say, mm, no. No. I'm going to do the opposite. Sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah, don't tell me what to do. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, Carrie, it's it's that time. Isn't it incredible how it fast time goes by? Yeah, I didn't feel very interesting today. but But you were. I wasn't. From it's an external good. person, I promise. <laughs> you were. The coffee kicked in about the third segment. You're not the external person. You're the host. You're the hostess. No. Well, we'll have you on again sooner, hopefully. Maybe maybe if football you're life- next year. <laughs> World Series is coming up in a few months. <laughs> I know when I say football con, people are like, what are you talking about? I think other people call it Super Bowl. It's weird. Yeah. Lady Gaga's big concert this year. That's what it was for me. Oh, yeah. Lady Gaga was on. I love Lady Gaga. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll have you back on again soon. Okay. If your schedule allows. And... Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me, Janet. I know you got busy life, so yeah. we'll see you soon. Bye! Bye.
Thank you guys so much for listening. You found us once, but can you find us again? Make sure and check out our website at twogirlsandabottleofwine.com. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon.